Well, hello, everyone. Good to see you again. Or good for you to hear us again, whatever the case may be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm so stuck in the television and visual world, it's hard for me to, you know, backtrack. But nonetheless, welcome back, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Who Are We? TV Channeling. Woohoo! I did a body roll when I did that, and I don't know why. <laughs> 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 oh, oh my god it would be it would be a perfect world if every time people said tv channeling they have they did a, an involuntary body roll oh <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it was certainly involuntary for me so i can teach you all how to do that so anyway welcome i'm tachi and i am kevin and i know you guys are excited our series uh is in full effect it continues our bad girls of summer you're but not you're saying like, it right oh uh, bad girls of summer yes 2019 please. yes all right but you know what hmm? i have to uh announce the fact that there has been a change now normally here at tv channeling we don't bend to the will of others we stand tall and we stand strong but with many threats of boycotts, some death threats, and a lot of our interns uh, walking off in protest, we've decided the times have changed, the Me Too movement is strong, and so for the very first time in TV channeling history, the bad girls of summer are becoming the bad girls and bad boys of summer 2019. Ooh. So this summer there will be some bad boys of summer, and this in this episode we're going to be reviewing the very first bad boys of summer, and those bad boys are in Amazon Prime's Good Omens, because let's face it, we have we're dealing with the Antichrist and uh, an archangel, so I think that kind of uh, that counts as if, if if you're not if being a demon. Um, and an uh, antichrist doesn't make you a bad boy. I don't know what does. Yes. Now, first of all, I just want to backtrack and say, if I could just live in your world for one day, you've painted a picture of the uh, police after us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not the police. I've, there have been many people that have been very upset over the years. People walking off the job. Like, uh, it's, it's been rough, Tanchi. We've been through a lot over this. And, you know, we've wanted to celebrate the bad girls of summer. And we have for the, pre the past two summers. But people have been upset that we've been ignoring those bad boys of summer. What about them? When will they get their just due on TV channeling? And finally, we have succumbed to the peer pressure. And we're going to be celebrating some bad boys of summer this year. But still, don't, don't, don't get it twisted. We will be celebrating the bad girls of summer all throughout this series. Perhaps I was just in the bathroom when that happened. So you were, yeah. Anyway. You were, I was, I was, I felt really alone when a lot of this was happening during the death threats and stuff. You were nowhere to be found. You weren't support. You weren't holding my hand during the tough times when the interns all walked off in solidarity about this. You were like, whatever. So it was up to me to put it right and add some bad boys to our summer series. Hmm. Great. Okay, so why don't we talk about these bad boys of summer? We've got a combo show for you today. We are doing a the review of the show that Kevin will tell you about. And then we've also got some other stuff coming up for you. So let's get to it. All right, let's start off with the review of Amazon Prime's Good 
Omens. And uh, let me tell you a little bit about it. Uh, a Tale of the uh, of the Bungling of Armageddon uh, features an angel, a demon, an 11-year-old uh, antichrist, and a doomsaying witch. And a few of the people that are in this, before I ask you what you think of it, David Tennant um, is the demon, uh, and we've got uh, Francis McDormand as God, and we've got John Hamm in it. We've got, uh, Sh- I-, I believe her name is pronounced Shailene uh, Bennett. Uh, and, um, anyway, it's a cast of, uh, this, remember there was an old term they used to say in things like an all-star cast? Yes. <laughs> this is pretty close to that. It, it really is. It really is. So, Tachi, what did you think of Amazon Prime's Good Omens? Now, I, you know this already. I've talked about my incessant love for a one David Tennant, who happened to play the 12th Doctor of Doctor Who. So that's where my love affair with David Tennant began. So you know I love him. And I'm also a big fan of Michael Sheen as well. Two very good British actors. Oh yeah, Michael Sheen plays, basically I I forgot to say that. Michael Sheen plays the angel and then uh, David Tennant plays the demon. And these two are coming together to try to stop armageddon because basically the truth is they both like living on earth too much and they don't want the end times they like it basically as it is these are the most (laughs) (laughs) non-celestial bodies that i've ever seen they do like living on earth quite a bit so this whole thing is very interesting to me may i may i may i uh, be frank yes you can uh, i I wouldn't want you to be anything else or joe or, or bob okay so I, this, this series, or at least the, the first, well, of course, let me, let me be honest. I went past the first episode. So, uh, this series, the narration for me is too much. There's too much narration. I do think. <gasps> Wait a minute. You... We, for the first time, we have, if we have a female God and you think she's talking too much. Wow. Taji. No, see, no, you Whitey put words. Might be coming your way. You put words in my mouth. All you put right. words in my mouth. So, <clears throat> see, the, well, see, this is the thing. It's not immediately clear that 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 is God. That she is the voice of God. First of all, let let me go back. So we're making a lot of we're making a lot of adjustments to the traditional story when we think about these types of religious themes first of all they depicted adam and eve the way they were supposed to depict them. oh i was gonna i was gonna say because okay. not only do we learn that um god is a uh, francis mcdormand which seems to make sense right but we also learn that adam and eve were very melanin rich which they would have been and see what what i hate and i'm not going to get into the po- uh, polytrickle uh point of it but when I see images of a supposed Adam and a supposed Eve, and they're not of color, I'm like, I'm sorry, where in North Africa, the Middle East, do you know people that don't have melanin? So I was very happy to see, and then we're talking about ancient Fertile Crescent, ancient this area in ancient times, which means they would have probably been even more melanin rich because this would have been before the influx of Arabs into the area. So they were probably very heavily melanin rich as they depicted them. So thank you very much for showing an accurate portrayal of history. So I was happy about that one. Uh, also, um, 
that CGI serpent was very uh, scary. <laughs> I have to say, I was like, ooh. Well, I, I think he he's basically the serpent that ta- uh, that talks uh, Eve into uh, t- taking a bite of yes. the forbidden fruit. So, yeah, yes. he's, he's supposed to be a little disturbing yes, looking. Yes, but when you, he's supposed to be disturbing looking, but when you see him, like, okay, remember back in the day when you were, you went to Catholic school too, so you know, when you see the serpent, it just looks like a regular snake you would see. No, yeah, room. no, this was not your regular <laughs> old school snake. Yeah, he yes. was very big. He was, he was an anaconda. He, exactly. So it's like really like, oh, wow really and so you know they were also correct when they came out when they were cast out of the garden of eden they had the leaves and such carrying them because they were like you know ashamed now at being nude and they showed her she was like pregnant and you know they showed all this so that's really the beginning from the creation side of it the beginning of man right so it they that was quite interesting when they showed that but i have to say i it wasn't immediately clear that she was the voice of god that so i was like yeah all the narration and i still contend even though i'm i love the fact that they had francis mcdermott as god but i i think that if you have the story a little tighter you don't have to do all that explanation and tell me all these things because it's going to be apparent so i think that the narration was too much yeah it's a little once upon a timey yes. with uh, uh, g- giving us the 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 rules and the wherefores and why and this is why this too damn much sorry all right francis okay come come for her not me you can't you, francis what's she gonna do <laughs> <laughs> What will you do, Francis McDermott? Uh. But, but you know, I yeah, I do, I do feel that, that that that's the thing that struck me immediately. That there was all this explanation. I thought it was going to stop, and no, it just kept going. But if you write the story tightly enough, you don't have to do all this extra explanation. But that's just me. Okay, so I only saw episode one. How far into it did you get? How many episodes did you I, Just watch? two. Just two. Okay, so the, so the, the uh, narration is, is just as heavy in episode two She's as it was in episode one. She's still bloody explaining Well, because she is, she is God, so yeah, she might be a little chatty. Exactly. But you know what? I, I, can, I think that narration is warranted sometimes, but it's too much throughout. I keep saying this because it really struck me how much over-explaining that she had to, and so instead of mansplaining it was francis explaining. <laughs> it was too much well also this is a very british production there are definitely some americans in it but it it takes place in london and it has a very british sensibility the humor i think oh yeah no well but i get british humor remember i grew oh, up i'm not saying you didn't humor. get it i'm just yeah, saying yeah. That I, just, I wanted to point that out to the listeners that this is a very this is a very british production so yeah. and it is it's a it, i wouldn't even call it it you if you would think it, you'd say it was a dark comedy but it's a very light on dark it's, it's a light dark comedy it's a gray comedy or something because it's it doesn't it hasn't gotten super dark charcoal to me yet. maybe <laughs> a burnt umber yes uh, <laughs> comedy <laughs> yeah it's it's not I, again i haven't watched or you know we haven't watched very deep into the series and i've only seen through episode two so i don't know how much darker it gets but um it, st- it starts to get a little more deep or dark in episode two but it's not it, it's still kind of light, like you said, like a light. Okay, so one frame. thing I think I should explain about the story, because this isn't too much big of a spoiler. Basically, this is a story of uh, the Antichrist 
coming uh to earth as a baby and um he's going to there's a family that they uh, that satan and um all the satanic people on the satanic side have chosen uh to raise this baby unbeknownst to them and so they're about to have a baby and there is a a nunnery that actually is a satanic nunnery which i didn't even know existed but it's a they were called the, the chattering order of satanic nuns and they look like regular nuns and they're basically going to uh be the place where this uh diplomat's wife american diplomat's wife is going to have a baby and so the plan is that they're going to take her baby and switch it with the antichrist so he'll be properly positioned to you know grow up in the right circle to you know one day bring on Armageddon and it'll all on his 11th birthday uh that will all it'll all be set in motion but uh there are a few uh, hiccups and bumps in the road and uh the antichrist ends up going to a completely unsuspecting family and the people that are uh the the satan worshipers they don't even know they think that they have the baby in the right place and this that's just a regular baby that's been switched so there's uh so there's so there's this all this kind of confusion about the babies and um the uh the angel of the angel and demon that are friends played by uh uh david tennant and what's the other one's name again um uh michael sheen michael sheen they have had kind of a friendship and are kind of a weird kind of uh detente between them throughout this beginning of time because they were both there uh at the uh when uh eve and adam are cast out of uh the garden of eden and they've kind of uh have been in touch you know throughout the centuries and um <laughs> some, sometimes Let's they'll have lunch. sometimes they, sometimes they have lunch they'll they'll have they had the lunch last time in france in the 1700s yes, they did and then they oh caught before up, you continue hold that thought i had to let you know that we Damn are on it. the clock, the so uh, <laughs> I, I, thought, I, I thought, oh, Tachi forgot the clock. I'll just let it. I'll let that slide. Oh yeah, that's why I'm letting you know because you're like <laughs> free and open. I said, don't be so give us free because we are. <laughs> <laughs> that damn clock has blocked me so many times. All right, so um, anyway, so the, the uh, they the the angel and the demon. I'll just refer to them as because there's only one angel and one demon that really matter. Um, and they basically don't want the end times to happen. So what? One of the one of the things they agree to do to try and stop this from happening is to influence the baby who's been tricked. The parents have been tricked by the by the satanic nuns into naming their baby Warlock. And so what they decide to do is the uh, the demon has basically taken on the guise of a nanny. And he, as a woman, is going to be teaching uh, the little Antichrist all about evil. But at the same time, the angel has has made himself a gardener. And he basically befriends the little boy. And he's going to be there helping guide him towards good. So the idea is, if you have evil and good uh, both trying to shape this child, he'll come out like a normal person. He'll just be regular, and he won't come into his own when he turns 11 and become evil and bring on the end of the world. That's the thinking. So they can, so they can keep living their best, uh, you know, uh, eternal lives. E- <laughs> their eating best sushi su- lives. Yeah, eating sushi <laughs> and listening to rock music and hooking up with, uh, uh, with uh, rando girls. They're just loving living on Earth, and they don't want to give it up. And so that's the idea. But the problem is they've been doing it to the wrong kid. They've been trying to influence the wrong kid. One 
one of the things I liked about the influence, the influencing that was, I thought really fun was when, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, um, I can never, uh, let's see. It's as Raphael, the, uh, the angel, he is trying to, uh, convince, uh, the, uh, the the uh the child warlock uh or as he refers to him master warlock about goodness so he basically he's saying to him at one point when the boy is five he says uh you must remember to have love and reverence for all living things and then the little boy uh replies nanny says living things are only fit to be ground under the heel of uh heel uh ground under my heels brother francis and so (laughs) we cut to or a later where a uh, little warlock is going to bed and then the uh the nanny slash demon is singing a lullaby uh to little warlock as he goes to bed uh go to sleep and dream of pain doom and darkness blood and brains sleep so sweet my darling boy you will rule the earth destroyed <laughs> so it's just Lord. it's so it's so crazy um but anyway but they discover uh, finally that they've been trying to shape the mind of the wrong child when a hellhound is sent to go seek its master they're at the 11th birthday party for the for little warlock and like where, where the hell's the hellhound at because if he names the hellhound then that is the beginning and they're waiting for this to try and stop him from naming this child i mean naming this dog and there no dog shows up and that's when they figure out that nope this is the wrong child Exactly. This is like, wait, wait, where's the hellhound? Oh, never mind. I see him. Yeah. Okay. Bye. <laughs> that's what they. That's what they figured it out. That uh, you know, the bottom line is that everybody in this whole shebang is a damn idiot. Everybody from all the way down, they've all made mistakes that have led to this. Uh, this wrong bit from the those nuns who just seem daft anyway, all the way down to the the both of them. <laughs> um, and then also the the parents now i could see where you could be persuaded uh adam oh okay i i, I you have warlock that. but <laughs> warlock come the hell on now <laughs> that's just a dummy parent those are very persuasive nuns <laughs> very persuasive with their pointed habits <laughs> i guess so yeah and so uh anyway I, I i i thought the 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 friendship between the demon and the angel is the star of the show to me their chemistry together um there's a moment when they're when they're hatching this plan to work together the angel's like he can't believe he's actually making a deal with a demon and he says i'll be damned and then the uh the demon replies oh it's not so bad once you get used to it right <laughs> so i was just like that was that was a good line yeah there there are some there are some good uh and, and the, the, you know i like the this is a different for me because I'm so used to David Tennant as Doctor Who, uh, but he's been in a myriad of other things. But this is uh, something very different for him. And when his hair, remember at the beginning, his hair was longer. And so, uh, and the, of course, this was like years and years when, you know, when the child 
were first the children were first born so his hair was longer so i it really took me out of the world of him being doctor who and then you know later on his hair is cut you know back into kind of his signature david tennant thing and so then i'm like oh okay now it you know but by that point you are totally not into him being doctor who anymore and you know he's got the little props the eyes Oh yeah, he has yeah. snake. He has when he when he's not amongst humans, um, when he's not in disguise, he has uh, the the same kind of eyes that a snake would have, the way his eyes look. And but they're clearly having a good time with the costuming and like the different hair, the wigs he wears. When he showed up as the nun, I mean the nun as the nanny, I was like two through yes. <laughs> with those little round glasses. But and also he he comes like in like rock star garb. He uh, is basically basically the kind of persona that he has because he, when he's like amongst uh, us mortals um and uh so there's that i love the fact that the angel is a foodie and um i love yes. when he's having an interaction with um with uh john ham uh who is um Gabriel, I believe, right. the angel, he Gabriel. angel Gabriel, and so um, he asked. Uh, uh, so uh, uh, let's see, um, uh, as Ra- as Raphael, um, the angel asked. Uh, he when all of a sudden Gabriel just kind of appears while he's at a restaurant about to have some sushi. He offers him some, and he he says, um, "I don't uh, I don't uh, sully the uh, the temple of my celestial body with gross matter." And then the other yes, one's like, oh, 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 okay. <laughs> but it's what you get. But it, it comes with soy sauce and everything. Yeah, no, he was really trying to sell him on this. On this, he was just like, "What is that?" He said, it's sushi. It tastes nice. You put soy sauce on. He was really trying to sell him on the earthly, earthly delights. Earthly and delights. So, yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, I was actually surprised because it's interesting when you watch different kinds of uh, depictions of of angels and demons and that. How the different how off the different authors take different liberties because one of my favorite movies is. Uh, 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 City of Angels. And okay. In, in that movie, the idea was angels can't partake in earthly delights. One of the things is they can't. Ta- they don't have any sense of taste or smell. Uh, there's the, that. That would be a human thing. And so, you to experience those earthly delights, you have to be mortal. And so, it's just kind of interesting in this. That's like, no, he's an angel and he is eternal, but he can still throw down. He can go to a picnic and or all you eat, he can eat buffet and throw down. Let me tell you, he's having me want some sushi tonight. That's how much of his his foodie persona was very um compelling and interesting. So I'm like, oh, sushi. Yeah, because if you if you could live for all eternity but not be able to eat anything, that would be kind of a downer. So, but but, but you don't know because if you haven't experienced earthly delights, you don't know what you're missing. Well, the now the ones that would know is like when I, the, whenever the the whole vampire myth, the vampire idea of like you get bit by a vampire, you live forever, but you have to kill people to continue to live. And you stay young forever, which is great. But again, you can never eat again, and 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 your eating involves drinking people's blood and killing them. So it's just like mm, that's a tough choice. I'd like to be young forever, but mm, I would miss hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, plus the killing, I wouldn't be cool uh, with that. Yeah, either. well, that's what I'm laughing at. I'm like, um, is that the only thing you have a problem with? The killing, the killing, not the five o'clock killings every day. <laughs> I love Chinese food, so it would, I would uh, the killing would hurt, but not as much as like no more. Wait, no, no more orange chicken. Aw, 
Mm. That is a damn shame. Anyway. Well, I would. Uh, one laugh. This is a side note about vampires, though. It's just like I always. I'd like a vampire that would focus on killing bad people. Because if I was a vampire, if I had to be a vampire, and it's like, well, you know what? I would just basically wander around, like you know, uh, bumping off and drinking like criminals and stuff like that, drinking pedophiles, and just like I'm making the world a better place by being a vampire. But after a while, don't you run out of bad people to? This is a kind of throwback to... Have you not watched the news? I don't think there's a shortage of uh, bad people. Well, because there's no repercussions when you're bad. Honestly, what really is the punishment? If you know that if you're bad, you could have a contingency of vampires come after you and you cease to exist, that might make you adjust what you do. I'm just saying, if if you have to kill people to eat... Um, then I feel like, why not kill bad people if you're, uh, that's what I'm just saying. That's just how I would do it. So if there's any good conscientious vampires that are fans of TV channeling, you know what? Hit me up and and we can do good together. The views expressed by Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, you mean TV channeling does not stand for vampires? (laughs) You're taking killing. Killing. Tachi, you take the tough stands when it comes to... <laughs> oh, goodness, goodness. Hopefully nobody will write a bill against vampires. Okay, you're anyway. against you're against vampire murders. Okay, yeah. well, you know what? I stand yeah. with you against vampire murders. There we go, there we go. All right, well, I think it's time for us to, uh, for, for me maybe to ask you the question that I normally love to ask. Okay, ask. All right, Tachi, when it comes to Amazon Prime's Good Omens, are you going to keep watching or are you going to change the channel? I don't dislike the show. I'm not necessarily clamoring to get to episode three either. So I'm kind of indifferent. It's, yeah, I'm kind of, I think there are some things they could have done differently and things that they could have done better, in my opinion. That's so I'm like, eh, okay. Yeah, so I'm not necessarily the biggest fan. Love David Tennant as I may. Love Michael Sheen as I may. I'm like, mm, I don't know if I keep... If somebody's watching it and we... Well, we're at the end anyway. So if somebody's watching <laughs> it, um, I may watch with them, but I probably on my own. So... Let me ask you the question. Wait, but you didn't even answer. So, are you are you are you going to keep watching? Are you changing? Are you changing the channel or keeping watching? So I told you, don't listen. I said if somebody's watching it, I probably would watch it with them. So but that on means my own, so, the, so the answer is you are going to change the channel. Let me tell you something. You don't tell me how <laughs> I feel. I'm indifferent, so probably, yes, I would change. I'm not going to keep watching, okay? I would change it. Because you can't change. I'm not going to keep watching. How about that? You're changing the channel. (laughs) Kevin! It's like you've never heard our rating system before. I haven't. You you have no idea how it works. This is your first time on the show. I'm a virgin. I'm so happy to have my guest co-host, Tachi, on the show. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. I'm happy to be here. So, Kevin, when it comes to Good Omens, will you keep watching or change the channel or somewhere in between? Is it Amazon Prime's Good Omens? When it comes to Amazon Prime's (laughs) Good Omens TV series, will you keep watching or will you change the channel? Shockingly, you and I, our TV twindom continues (laughs) because I was very ambivalent about this series. Part of it to me is a tonal thing. 
I feel like if there was a feeling of menace about the show where it really did feel like a dark foreboding, like we are we are holding the gates of hell closed, like this is a scary thing and we need where it wasn't this kind of weird kind of whimsical delight delightfulness that, <laughs> that seems to all be permeating the show. <laughs> this I mean Anne of Green Gables uh, feeling that <laughs> Because because even the like the, the satanic nuns could not have been more adorable. They were they looked I didn't even know that they were satanic nuns until I said, Why do they have pointy habits yeah they were the sweetest most adorable satanic nuns ever and so it's just like the the, the whimsy is off the charts here and um a, a lot of people love whimsy but i don't like i like whimsy too don't get me wrong me too. lovers of whimsy but when it comes to armageddon and whimsy they're not too great taste that taste great together if you ask me so <laughs> Thank you for catching that. Um, so, <laughs> oh my God, you are my TV twin. I'm so glad we found each other. We were separated at birth. But anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. And so I love so many people that are in this. I love uh, 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 David Tennant. I love Michael uh, Sheen. And I love oh, Francis uh, McDormand, too. Yeah. Francis McDormand. John Hamm. I'm all about John Hamm. But you it love was John just, Hamm. But it just the combination and the 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 comedy with the whole Armageddon thing, it just didn't the tone just to me wasn't right. I needed <sighs> just I needed to just be completely funny and zero menace or I needed to be more menacing and actually feel a true threat and real fear about this and feel an urgency. And the, their whole kind of thing is they're so relaxed with as, as about, well, I guess we can work together to try and start Armageddon. Okay, let's try it. Kind of, it just, that it doesn't, I, to me, I need urgency to propel me through this whole uh, six part series. And it just could not get me there. And again, just like you, if somebody shows up, shows up at my house and they're like, oh, I really want to see uh, episode two of Good Omens. I'm like, all right, I'm willing to sit through another one. But I would not unprovoked. Um, <laughs> mm -mm. Unprov no, uh, no, no, someone wasn't poking me with a stick going, watch it, watch it, watch it. Chances are I would not continue. And I'm sad to say it. I was looking forward to this. Yeah, the you know how you wanted. I wanted to like this. I wanted to be... Uh, you know, uh, to, uh, not torn, but I, where I couldn't tear myself away from it. Yeah, I, I mean, I love the idea of a quirky angel and a quirky demon having like a f kind of being friends and having a, a forbidden friendship. Uh, dare I say a, a, a forbidden bromance? The idea of that sounds oh. good on paper. Uh, oh, I didn't mean that bromance. No, 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 no. But I'm saying the way you're describing it now is something completely different from what's being portrayed on screen. That's what I was thinking. Work. But, but the, yeah, exactly. The tr the trailer to me led me to believe it's gonna be more all about that, and it just it it just is not. The tone isn't right. The cast is great, but the the, the this is all about the writing and the and the directing, and it just it isn't meshing. It isn't jiving for me, and it just isn't compelling me to watch another episode and. I feel bad that our very first bad boys of summer will go unwatched by me anymore. Oh, well, say la vie, such as they were life. A little bit, apparently, they were a little too bad this summer. I don't know. Uh, if that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's time for us to move on to our second part of the show. Since we're talking about summer television, we thought we would give you a guide so we're going to call this section of the show our summer tv 2019 special report oh see i love that 
<laughs> and then All you right. need some news music. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I want to hear like little keyboards clacking in the background too. All right. So we're, uh, we have, we have some good news about summer TV. There's a lot to look forward to, but sadly we have some bad news about summer TV. So we're going to give you the bad news. Rip the bandaid off TV. first. Just rip it off. Sadly. There were uh, quite a few summer shows that were canceled and will not be returning. So we're going to go through that list first. Because these shows are in the arms of the oh, angels. Oh, They're far away from oh. here. Uh-oh. Tachi. They're in the arms of the angels. Far away. Um. Yeah, it would help if I know the words. All I know is <laughs> in the arms of an angel. That's all I know. Okay, so, yeah, that's all. So it's very. But sad. you had you had a little look at look at you with the little country twang going on, <laughs> and, and you could open up at the Grand Ole Opry. It's Good very. For you. It's, it, when I get emotional, Tachi, it, it all it all comes spilling out. All right. So the first show that will not be returning, and this is sadly this is one of the shows we actually reviewed. Sadly, the American Woman was one of our bad girls of summer 2018 so uh uh paramount's uh american woman um starring alicia silverstone uh that will not be returning that show was canceled oh yeah and that was really good i don't understand the reasoning behind it not coming back yeah apparently well first of all i think paramount uh the the network it was that was a hard place to try and launch a show like that because the network doesn't know what it wants to be. Originally, it was Spike TV, which was a very male centric uh, network. They changed the name of it to uh, Paramount, and they had other shows like they did the uh, they tried to do uh, a Stephen King. Uh, the Mist as a television show that also crashed and burned. The f- the originals that they've all the originals they've come for uh, forward with so far have all been canceled. the The network isn't getting enough promotion as it is, so I I didn't think that that was a good home for Param- Paramount. Wasn't a good home for American Woman to start with, and um, you know it was the show was connected. It was actually produced by Kyle Richards, and it was kind of right. an homage to her childhood. It wasn't an actually it wasn't biographical autobiographical. She made that clear because. Uh, I think one of her sisters, uh, Paris Hilton's mother and her, stopped talking when this show got picked up. She was so upset with the depiction of their childhood. But it was kind of a reimagining of their childhood, so to speak. But anyway, whatever it was, imagining, reimagining, it is gone. Wait, wait, wait. So Paris Hilton's mother is one of their sisters? I yes, didn't know they're, that. They're, they're, so- they're all... They're sisters. The, the, I just uh, remember her from Family Affair when she was really little. Yeah, Paris Hilton's mother, as well as uh, Kyle Richards, and then the uh, Kim, the other Richard Kim, Kim Richards. Kim Richards, they're they're all sisters. I didn't know about the eldest rich or whatever number she is. Oh. Yep, they're all they are all family. So, anyway, but now the family is healed because the show's canceled. They can all get along, and Thanksgiving will be a lot less tense this year. Or not. Because Kyle, <laughs> Kyle will be mad now. <laughs> Cancel my damn show. Well, she won't be, but she, but she won't be mad at her sister. She had nothing to do with it getting canceled. So no, she didn't. But she and, didn't. and now again, uh, poor Alicia Silverstone is back walking on the unemployment line. I'm sad. I'm sad to see it. I am too. I really liked that show. 
you know what? Uh, Alicia Silverstone's job is in the arms of. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So You're our on next roll today. <laughs> our next canceled show um, is uh, HBO's Animals, uh, which was an animated series. Which you know what's funny? I have HBO. I never even heard of this show, <laughs> but it was canceled, and that's probably why it was canceled, because even someone who like me who loves TV and loves animation, it was an animated series. Um, it actually was on uh, for two seasons, I'm sorry, for three seasons, and it's canceled. I can't, I never even heard of it until I was reading about the fact it was canceled. Animals, I did. Yeah, an animated series, so that's Oh, gone. yeah, on HBO. Well, okay, you know why I didn't know. Oh, yes, because you don't have it. That's what I'm saying. I have no excuse. Having HBO, never even hearing of the show until it was canceled. So good good marketing, HBO. Good marketing. All right, so the next canceled show is CBS's Code Black. Now, you know why I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You have to tell the people about that because I still don't understand how this is happening. I don't either. I have cut the cord. So I have Sling as my provider for live TV, like, quote, cable uh, network shows. And I get uh, one local channel on there. So for the rest, I use an antenna to get. But for some reason, I cannot pick up the local CBS here. I don't know if it's too far away. And the funny thing is, I actually had a fellowship at that CBS station. Can't even pick it up now. Wow. <laughs> oh my God. Well, okay. Well, anyway, Cold Black was canceled. It was a medical drama and it starred, uh, 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 Janine Triplehorn or Jean Triplehorn. And, um, anyway, they tried everything they could to save that show. They added, um, oh my God. What is that actor's name with the shaved head? Who was married to a woman? They were both on the show called Soul Food. Soul Food. Oh, the um um, you're talking about Boris Kojo. Yes, Boris. They Ooh, added, Boris they added him to the show because whenever it's but that's one thing that's funny is he is now the new arbinger of death of a show. When a show is already circling the drain, they're like, bring on that fine ass Boris Kojo to try and save it, and they'll have him be <laughs> have him play a shirtless <laughs> doctor, and then <laughs> it's just like, and it still got canceled. Now they what they did was uh, ABC has uh, the show. Um, uh, uh, Firehouse 19 uh, and Station that, 19 Station yeah. 19 and that show is circling the drain they're like bring on a, a fine ass Bo- uh, Boris Bo- Kojo as a shirtless firehouse captain to try and save this shit <laughs> I'm like, I guess fine can't save everything. Well, anytime a show is in danger, they bring him, bring him on to help take, 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 have him take his shirt off to try and get people to watch. But it's just like, yeah, nah, no. So anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll see if he's more successful with saving uh, Station 19 because the ratings were not good. That show was on the bubble and it barely, by the hairs of its chinny chin chin, got a third season. So we'll see how that all shakes out. Another show uh, that won't be returning is Comedy Central's Detroiters. Do you remember mm. that? Or did you ever see any of that? Uh, I did not. You know, I don't watch Comedy Central very often except to watch The Daily Show. And so, uh, and every once in a while, something else. So I didn't, I heard about Detroiters, did not watch it. And, you know, I, I should have because I am actually originally, before we moved to upstate New York, I'm from Ann Arbor, Michigan. So wow. right outside Detroit. So 
I I should have watched it just to put to support the home team, but guess what? I didn't. I actually saw a couple episodes of it. It was it was pretty funny. It was a neat. It was a friendship uh, between these two guys, one black, one white, and also it was actually filmed in Detroit. And right. so to to actually see a show that's actually being filmed where it's actually supposed to be uh, uh, set was kind of fresh, and um, uh, as opposed to being shot in Canada because every place Canada stands in for everywhere on the planet. Everywhere, exactly. <laughs> okay, so. Detroiters is no more. Uh, another show that, uh, sadly, our, our, our bad girls of summer twenty nine, uh, twenty eighteen, have not fared well, Tachi, at all. <laughs> because Juliana Margulies's Diet Land is it, it, it just died. It just died. It died <laughs> land. Yeah, yeah. It did. From AM on AMC. So again, that was we loved that show, and we were sad. I am sad to see it go. Definitely. So that won't be coming back. Uh, another summer show was a uh, makeup competition show, sci-fi makeup competition show on the Sci-Fi Channel called Face Off. Face Off is my official- favorite. Yeah. Well, Face Off is off the air. So goodbye to that. I loved it. Did you ever watch Face Off? I never watched Face Off. It it was so good. I mean, they had, you know, at uh, one point they had, oh, I can't remember her name, but she's like a really well-known famous makeup artist there that does like all the special effects makeup. She was a judge. We, I mean, it was just some of the things they were able to do and the like the monsters and things they were able to create with this special effects makeup. I was all over it. So I'm sad to see it go. I love, love, love Face Off. Well, if, if a show like that can't make it on the Sci-Fi Channel, that it's there's it can't make it anywhere. That was that it was on the right channel and everything. So it, it, yeah, it, I mean everything was lined up. They had great judges. They had great content. Everything was uh, was lined up for it to succeed. Although, um, it's um. It's been on for 13 seasons, so it it had a good run. Oh, actually, I think that it gets to a point where some of these things, it's like it's 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 time to end. So it is. Thir- I'm still 13 sad seasons is a very good run. That's very respectable. It is. All right, another show that's uh, coming to an end is Netflix. Uh, Netflix's uh, the uh, Netflix's Friends from College. Yes. And um, I was actually interested in that, and I never got around to checking it out. Nor did I. <laughs> which explains why <laughs> <laughs> based off of the two of us a lot of things wouldn't survive so. yes un- unfortunately we not only we we didn't change the channel we never even turned it on nope. so yeah so the, the friends from college will not be at the reunion so all right so next up the fosters from freeform but that's another show it had five seasons it actually ended so i don't like to even say that that's a canceled show that show came to an end and i believe it's going to be a spinoff of one of the kids, uh, uh, I think the gay son is going to have a spinoff of him, his college years or something like that. Yeah, uh, called Good Trouble. Yeah, so that so anyway, so that's coming down the pike. So uh, to look for, so fans of that can look forward to that at least. Maybe maybe the um, his two moms will come and visit him in college once or twice. All right, next up we've got. Oh, why don't you tell us what's up next, Tanchi? So next up we've got the four. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry, let me not lie. The four. <laughs> <laughs> colon battle for stardom it's it was a reality <laughs> it, should have, it should have been a battle to stay on the air well they, they were battling it for the wrong damn thing because it was it's a competition it was a reality competition and last summer it averaged 2.7 million total viewers uh and but it went down and yeah season three is not on fox's schedule so i don't think that that is a 
hard no, but right now it's a no. Oh, it's a no because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love how you. Look, try I'm to be... trying to be nice to the four. I never even watched it. Oh my! God. First of all, it was a show that was. It had it had P Diddy Combs or somebody. Yeah, Puffy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, he's and still Puffy to me. Whatever his name is, and DJ Khaled, who right. The the shameless self promotion just never stopped. Well, and what's it, his line? He always says, "Um, one well, whatever the hell he says." But yeah, he he he. So the self promotion between him and his uh, his son. <laughs> oh God! Anyway, and him, and then um, uh, Megan Trainer. Megan Trainer. Uh, yeah. Uh, so just anyway, I just it, it gets to to me. It's just the saturation with every kind of singing competition thing. It's just like enough. There's no new twist that you can put on a singing competition to make me care about these people that were battling for stardom that we'll never hear from again. Exactly. That just Boring. go away. Like the voice is a really famous for like voices had so many seasons and, and um, Adam Levine recently quit. They, he sh- all of them should have quit because they never create any stars. At least one thing I can say about the original American Idol is they had people that came from that show that turned into something i don't think that that you know what i don't know you can correct me but i don't know if the intent is to turn them into stars more than to provide good television and to have the uh audience connect with who they are uh to me it seems like american idol was really the only or is really the only show that actively tries to create these stars which is a hard thing yeah, but but to me, the voice, it makes it irrelevant. If the whole idea is this, we're fighting for this competition to basically win, when you know that winning means nothing. I mean, I guess you get some kind of cash prize, but the fact that you, you win and immediately go into obscurity, at least if you're like, if the idea is like you're battling to win because then one day you'll get an Oscar or something, um, or you'll, you'll get a Grammy, then that makes sense. But it just, I, it, the, the stakes are so low when it comes to the voice. It's just, it, it doesn't feel like there's any kind of urgency there. So I feel like people need to turn into something to make the drama heightened when you get eliminated. Like, oh my God, I, I almost had a shot of, you know, being a big star. It, for your, your, my hopes and dreams are crushed. It's just like, no, your, your hopes and dreams are just the same as they were before because just, you have just as much of a chance of being a success as the person who wins or loses the voice because all of them go away. True that. <laughs> also, humans on AMC, and I really enjoyed humans. It's, it was a sci-fi drama. They canceled it on May twentieth, more than ten months after its final episode aired. So, no more humans. And humans is uh, they did an inhuman thing just to them, I guess. Yeah, I, 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 this one was actually this one was a gut punch for me. Yes, I, loved, I humans. loved humans. And for those people that are also that were fans of Westworld, this was a great companion show to Westworld because yes. Westworld was so fan- fantasy uh, and sexy. Um, and, and but this show felt really grounded in reality. It, it asked questions that I felt that that humanity will eventually face as uh ai gets uh gets smarter and and our robotic technology gets better we will reach a point one day where we will have robots that look and act like people and what will that do to society when it when people can't get jobs what will happen in society with relationships where there's already a study that came out this week that said that millennials are having much less sex than uh than like gen xers did when they were their age um they're having less sex than gen xers are at gen xers current age um because they seem to have an issue with connecting with each other and connecting with people and can you imagine and they're also with the addictions to pornography but can you imagine in a few 
20 years from now or something like that when people have access to like robots that look like people that will have sex with you um will people bother to even try to connect with actual other people that can will say no and have their own feelings and wants and needs as opposed to a, a, a basically a life-size doll that'll do whatever you tell it to do or say whatever you want it to say so if people have problems connecting now in 2019 I can't even imagine. So this show dealt with those kinds of questions and um, uh, and and gave really kind of complicated answers. And maybe the the show was like too smart for the room or something. I don't. I can't figure out why the show wasn't a bigger hit. Yeah, I don't get it either. And really, what you were just talking about, they are right now looking at the ethical aspects of robots and robot use, particularly when it comes to sex. And they're doing things like. Uh, do, asking questions like do robots need to give consent so uh, they're looking at all of these types of things now and it's really interesting but yeah i don't get it maybe it was too smart for the room and maybe people just don't want to face their future that yeah or or fears about the future correct correct and and, and that's nothing how can robots give consent because that would mean they'd have to be sentient you'd have to program them they'd have to be programmed with that ability to give consent so either say yes or no but you know if somebody owns right now that's happening at this um place where you can you know basically get it on with the robot and um i can't remember where it is wow the future is now the future is now <laughs> I, mean, I thought i thought i was looking i thought that was like 20 years in the future wow there no are... boo boo this is happening now wow and so sexy robots sexy you love that. <laughs> ah, <laughs> you know, sexy. they're the sexy robots of summer <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that's that's our that's our special next year. <laughs> the sexy, sexy robots, robots of summer, of summer's future. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so um, that's what's happening there. And on from robots to the last ship. These robots were on their last ship. So TNT actually announced that last ship. It's an action thriller. Would mark its final mission this year. So it is um done. Last ship is. On their last it's, it's, leg. It's, uh, what, I think it sank. All right. The, that uh, ship sank, yes. Okay, another show that I uh, we need to mention um, is I'm Dying Up Here on Showtime, uh, the 1970s set comedy of uh, comedy scene uh, television show has also uh, been canceled, so apparently... Um, people were not finding the 1970s comedy that much that funny, so that's over. Mm-mm. All right, what's uh, next? Love Connection. Andy Cohen was hosting this uh, reprise of the 1970s show. It was on Fox, and I guess wait, it wait, was... wasn't it, wait, wasn't 1980s? Love Connection wasn't the 70s. Wasn't no, late, late 70s, early 80s. I oh, think. Wow. Oh, I didn't know it went back that yeah, far. Yeah, I think I would. I want to say like 79, maybe. So it wasn't like mid 70s. I think it was 79. I can look, but I know it was definitely 80s. But I want to say maybe 79. So wait, poor yeah. Chuck Willery. Uh, poor Chuck for Chuck. So Andy Cohen was the host of, of this and it was canceled in February after two summer runs and the latter only got like 1.82 million viewers. So, you know, that's the kiss of death. Yeah, because Love Connection doesn't, it didn't even actually make any sense today because of what the apps and everything like that. The whole idea of what Love Connection was, was the idea that they were adding some kind of technology into the idea of dating. And, and now there's, technology is all about dating with apps and stuff. So with Tinder. Um, right, exactly. So Love Connection was a thing in the days of the personal ads in the back of the newspaper. And when we didn't have all of this technology, but like you said, said 
every day on um, Instagram and the DMs is love connection. So, you know, you, there's no need for this show anymore. I think they, zero. I don't know what they were need. thinking. They weren't. Yeah, I think and- Andy Cohen just had fantasies about being Chuck Willary when he was a kid, I guess. He must have, but you already have 10 million shows going. Stick with those. Exactly. Uh, yeah, Stick sit down. You, you have enough jobs. Thank you. Give, <laughs> give, someone else a, give someone else a chance to have a show that gets canceled very quickly. <laughs> As they say in the South, go sat down somewhere. Okay, so the next thing is, and this show was really good, so I was a little upset. Uh, Love Is on OWN got canceled, and it was just five months after it was picked. It was picked up for a season two, but got canceled because of all the drama with Salima Keel, who was the executive producer, facing a lawsuit from the woman, remember, claiming he abused her during a 10-year affair. So, oh, yeah, ab- abuse is the kindest possible was, way you could put that. <laughs> it was very, yes, exactly. Allegedly, uh, you know, abuse, so facing a lawsuit. So, but this is a 10-year affair, and this, is I mean, some of the things, we talked about it before on the show, some of the things that she said was was done, so, to her. Yeah, yeah. it was some very rough stuff, so, wow. Anyway, we, uh, but um, apparently love isn't. Love ain't. (laughs) Uh, Marlon on NBC is canceled. And remember, before we talked about that, we talked how it was canceled. I was like, I don't even know. What the hell is Marlon? Forgetting Marlon Wayans had a, uh, it was like a family sitcom. Yeah, it was a summer summer show. Yeah, It was a summer show, but canceled. I guess Marlon wasn't the way they wanted to go. So, just like Marlon Jackson. You know how the only... Jackson they knew was Michael is like Marlon. yeah basically though all the the Waynes that this they they will never be completely stomped us uh, uh stomped out they will always they're like they'll keep their the ember of the Waynes family just keeps reigniting somebody they'll be on some other show that I won't be watching they're, they're, yeah no the Waynes have this magic so they'll be all right so uh next thing up Mar anything Marvel is gone from Netflix except for Jessica Jones and that's probably soon to oh be. it is the final season of Jessica Jones yeah this I guess. is Right, this is the final season of Jessica Jones. So, yeah, they'll be 100% out of the Marvel business. Yeah, so yeah, no no um uh no the la- this is the last season of Jessica Jones, of course, and we talked the Defenders, uh they're gone all of it. No Luke Cage. I I'm I'm like really annoyed with this. I I know you are, and I, the the funny thing is I don't understand why they why Netflix chose to not even try to at least have the shows run through the end of their contract with Marvel. Why basically say like, well, fine, you know, just like they, they just like to, you, here, take your ball and go home is what they basically said. <laughs> or they really what they did is instead of handing it to them, they kicked the ball across the street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go get take, get take go get your ball and go. Go home. get your ball and go exactly. So. Oh well. Should you do you want to continue? Okay, yeah, I'll do it. Midnight Texas on NBC. Uh yeah, but, uh apparently it, uh, dawn has come and it hasn't been kind to Midnight Texas. No. <laughs> it is it is over. It was basically it was a true blood wannabe and you and, and what what NBC didn't realize though the the secret sauce that kept true blood going was lots and lots of nudity and graphic violence and they could not do that right, on NBC. Right. Right. So, yeah, not not smart, not smart thinking NBC. And um, uh, let's see. Next up would be um, uh, Outcast from Cinemax, another show I never even heard of. Outcast. Well, you know if you why heard I of, never heard of it. If you heard of Outcast, I'm. I, if you were a fan of it, I'm so sorry. Uh, uh, you got two seasons of Outcast. There won't be a third. 
So, uh, yeah, not Never watch. even heard of it, but I don't have Cinemax, so... Okay, and The Proposal on ABC uh, also uh, will not be coming back. It was a really oh. horrible reality show where you were, like, getting uh, uh, proposed to after knowing somebody for 15 minutes on a TV show. That's not coming back, and it shouldn't. No. Um, Revive, which was a futuristic sci-fi thing where people get caught up in the world of, uh, like, where their kind of their brain or their consciousness is in some kind of... Uh, uh, some kind of uh, uh, cyberspace world and they have to be revived where this woman has to kind of go in and try to get you untangled from this fake world and bring you back into reality or whatever even the concept sounds too complicated to try and <laughs> be a weekly show but anyway re uh, revive has been uh, uh, is it called revive or reverie I'm sorry reverie I want to call it revive re reverie anyway it's whatever it's called it's not coming back Reverie uh, and my and my spinoff show Revive both <laughs> <laughs> Revive would probably be better. Well, anyway. she was trying. Well, she was trying to help revive them because people would be trapped. They'd be trapped in the cyberspace world, and she would have to go and try and bring them out and coax them because their family would miss them in the real world and bring them out because uh, they get they get stuck in that fake world or whatever. The biggest problem that it was on NBC. There's so much limitation you have being on network TV. If it was on cable, I think there may. Oh my god! If that show was on HBO, because mm -hmm. if yeah, if people were stuck in some kind of fantasy cyber world, again, there'd be a lot of graphic nudity and graphic violence. <laughs> if it was on HBO, exactly. Uh, okay, speaking of uh, uh, graphic things, uh, Salvation um, uh, on CBS. There will be no salvation for Salvation. No saving this. <laughs> it is over. All right, and then uh, what else? Oh, J Lo, J Lo, Jenny, Jenny is back on the block because Shades of Blue, her cop drama, has been canceled. Oh, uh, let's see, a uh, shooter, uh, Ryan Felipe's a uh, drama, uh, on USA Network won't be getting a third season. I'm sorry, a fourth season. No, it won't be getting a third. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, won't be getting a fourth season. Mm -hmm. So anyway, that won't be uh, coming back. Bye -bye. And then uh, take two. Um, uh, the start Eddie Cibrian. That's like Eddie Cibrian cannot catch a break when it comes to TV shows. He is another him, him and um, Boris Kojo. No matter how many times they have to make their <laughs> take their shirts off on TV shows, it, it does not seem to be enough to sustain any of the shows they're on. No. No. Apparently, you need better acting and writing. It, just being shirtless is not enough. No matter how well-defined your abs are, it is not enough to keep a show going. It's, it's dying. Send in Magic Mike. That's not going to happen. Essentially. Um, tw 12 Monkeys um, uh, is coming to an end on the Sci-Fi Network after three seasons. So, yeah, there won't be a, there won't be a 13th monkey, that's for sure. That's right. <laughs> and then... <laughs> <laughs> and on TBS, the uh, the basically it was kind of a comedy version of Lost. Wrecked uh, won't be coming back. So that show is ended with a cliffhanger. There'll be no resolution. Will they? Well, they'll never get off that island now. I'm, I feel it's I, it's like it's worse than Gilligan. Aww. Oh, this was okay. Family Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> young and hungry on Freeform. They're they made up. They're not. No, no, they're no longer young, and they're even hungrier now because they're canceled. <laughs> Older and hungrier. <laughs> Older and hungrier. And that is our final canceled show uh, of 
of the summer, so it's time for us now to move on to some of the good news. Things to look forward uh, to, things that are coming up on Summer TV 2019. So so what is starting in June, Tachi? Okay, so actually we're just at the beginning of June. Uh, Season 10 of Ayanla Fix My Life on Own. On Own, a new docuseries called Have and to Hold. Dodo Heroes on Animal Planet has a season two. And The Feels on YouTube has a season three. Okay, I have a few things I want to name. Let's see. Let's talk about the Fear of the Walking Dead is back for season five. We have Burden of Truth on the CW season two. We have a new show uh, uh, called uh, NOS 4A2, which Hate is a name. Sam. Uh, yeah, I know that name. I, I I hopefully they'll explain in the first episode what the hell the name it means. Damn well better because that. But, <laughs> but it is a sci-fi drama involving a sexy vampire. Um. Uh. uh let's see. We have uh, Axios HBO season two. Um. What else? We have Luther. I know oh, you're a fan of Luther. I am a fan of Luther. Uh. And the uh, and uh, Idris Elba, the star of Luther, who yes. should be James Bond, but he's not. Um. Luther <laughs> on BBC America season five that starts up in June. Uh. We have the Weekly on FX, a uh, new docu series. Um. And uh, it's also going to be available on Hulu. Um, Marriage Rescue on the Paramount Network, which doesn't know what the hell that network wants to be. Um, mm-hmm. That starts up. American Princesses on Lifetime. It's a new uh, dramedy series. And Southern Charmed, uh, New Orleans edition, is back for season two. Now, that's two. actually a really interesting show. On Bravo. Yeah, I actually saw the trailer for that. and Because the original Southern Charm, what bothered me about the original Southern Charm is like, okay, I understand there's a lot of uh, self-segregation. But the idea that you do a show that's, that takes place in the Deep South and these people don't know anybody black. It's just like it's just white people. Most black folks that- live in the South. Let's be real. If we're talking about population, there's a huge population of black people in the south yeah so, so it's in southern charm new orleans they seem to have a mix of uh it's of, it's very it's very diverse it, and it's very interesting yeah so I'm, i might actually check that out i didn't watch any of season one but i might check it out for season two uh let's see uh raising wild on discovery a new docuseries uh the truth behind the moon landing oh God, wink on on science channel or is that science or debunking science channel what's up with that <laughs> on the science channel that that that, that is such clickbait that that title <laughs> yeah Ugh. exactly what's the truth the truth is it is all as we as you learned in school everything's everything's okay we really did land on it next <laughs> Nonsense. And Wedding Cake Championship uh, on uh, Food Network. Ooh, very cute. All right, and one of your personal favorite shows, Tachi, <laughs> So You Think You Can Dance. Yes. Season 16, y'all. I can't believe it's been 16 seasons of that. Uh, has that been on for 16 years? No, <laughs> you know they don't do years as seasons anymore. Because <laughs> I'm like, cycles. that can't be that. Has it been that long? No, it hasn't been 16 years. Okay, let's see. Um, Maybe more day- like eight <laughs> Yeah, okay, 90 Day Fiance, uh, uh, 90 Day Fiance, uh, is coming, uh, 90 Day Fiance The Other Way, which is a, a spinoff of the original 90 Day Fiance, which has been insanely successful for TLC. How people keep signing up to do this show, I don't understand how they're getting the people they to sign up. want to be on TV, that's all. I want to be on TV too, but I'm not willing to marry some total stranger and get stabbed in the middle of the night or something. Hell no. But, uh, all right. Uh, Below Deck Mediterranean on Bravo Season 4. Yes. 
Oops, technical difficulties for a second. No All right, uh, uh, let's see. What else? Uh, br- uh, breaking Homicide on the Investigation Discovery Channel Season 2. People Magazine Investigates Cults. Uh, also on Discovery. Um, and re- uh, Returning the Favor is going to be on uh, Facebook Watch Season 4 of that. Very cool. Uh, all right, do you have so, any other shows you want to mention, Tachi? Uh, yeah, so let's see. The Oslo Killing is on Sundance now. It's a true crime series, and, you know, true crime is hot. So that uh, debuts on the on June 4th, so a couple days from now. Also on June 5th, we've got The Handmaid's Tale on Hulu Season 3. You knew they were coming back. Uh, uh, what's her name? Offering? Blessed is, be the fruit. Blessed, blessed be, be the, the fruit. fruit. I keep saying blessed <laughs> be the baby hair because I remember <laughs> that from uh, from uh, the Robin Feedy. Robin Feedy. Yeah, yeah. Black Mirror, which is all the rage, is getting a season five on Netflix. Grownish, it has a season two B coming up on Freeform. Freeform okay, we, can we discuss the whole two B? I hate and, that. Uh, this whole thing, okay, I thought that just evil uh, CBS All Access was doing this, but what, what they're basically doing is, we're not going to give you the whole season all at once. We'll give you half of the season, two, then we'll make you wait a, a month or two, then we'll give you the second half to drag it out. For no good reason. They've already shot everything, so it's not like they're taking a break for, or something. They've shot exactly, everything. Exactly, just no reason. They're just trying to keep you on the hook so exactly the Lo- lone star justice on investigation Discover- discovery is another true sign true crime docuseries insomnia on youtube is a new mini series um, yeah i'm gonna have to check insomnia out i've heard interesting things let me go ahead and do uh what's coming up on june 6th three percent on netflix queen of the south which is uh getting a lot of uh buzz on usa for season four Mountain Men on the History Channel for Season 8. Alone on the History Channel for Season 6. Hero Inc. is a new docuseries on A&E. And Unspouse My House on your favorite channel, HGTV. This is a new <laughs> series. I have to, I, I'm just, I'm curious about that. T- Unspouse My no, House. I know. I'm like, what are you, kid, are you getting divorced? This is, this is what I'm like. Is this a new, because you know, what's the name um, from uh, Tarek and... Uh, Oh yeah, I know she has. I she just, has I a new saw, show. <laughs> I saw the first episode of it where yeah, this couple that that did a uh, uh, flipping show together where right. he would he would do the rehab and she would do the design elements and they had a very very ugly public divorce where she actually fell for one of the contractors I guess they were working with, um uh, uh and uh, they got end up getting a divorce and now she has a show on her own where it's like I'm a single I'm a single uh, mom. Uh, uh, trying to raise my kids and and rehab homes and 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 decorate for uh, for couples, and I'm just like, okay. The funny thing is, that is normally when there's a couple like that and and these kind of things that happen publicly, you kind of like gravitate towards one of them. Right. But she's like, I don't like either of these people. You're Mm-mm. both horrible. She, so <laughs> I, it's like she he was like, okay, I was indifferent, but she just kind of has this like bratty type of like, uh, oh, I, I I'm she's not my favorite. Good for her yeah. that she has it. But that show could have been called Unspouse My House. <laughs> exactly, because she totally unspoused her house and chose the contractor. That's another thing. If you're working 
okay, just a so little wait, temper- was she cheating with the contractor? Yeah, apparently that's what made it all go. So down. this whole thing is her fault. Yeah. Oh God, yes. But but the point is, uh, this is a life lesson for us all. When you are just like that, just the rule everybody already knows now. When you hire a nanny, don't get some smoking hot nanny um, that's super young. But also, when you're getting your house redone, don't get a smoking hot contractor who's always taking his shirt off. Or Boris Kojo. <laughs> don't, don't, don't let Boris Kojo <laughs> do rehab your house. Don't. Don't. Wow. Okay. So you want to tell us about okay? So it's stuff? okay. Okay. Uh, also coming up in June, around uh, 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 starting in the seventh, is Masters of Illusion on the CW season six. <laughs> the big stage is a new uh, CW talent slash variety show oh, because Lord. God knows we need we need another one. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, America's got too much talent for just one show. I guess the hell so. Oh my god. Oh, let's see. Uh Amistad Moppin's uh Tales of the City is coming to Netflix. Um and if if you're a fan like me of the PBS version, I can't wait. Now that Netflix gets got its gets its hands on it, Ooh. there will be so much more nudity that for, for no reason than there <laughs> was on PBS. Just incredibly gratuitous. <laughs> Just <laughs> Wow. It doesn't get more gratuitous than Netflix is going to make it. Um, let's see. Um, uh, Designated Survivor is coming to Netflix. You know, it was canceled on ABC. It's getting a season three on Netflix. Okay. Uh, and let's see. The sh- uh, the Chef Show, also coming to Netflix. It's a new cooking uh, docuseries. Ooh. And BattleBots. That's a blast from the past. BattleBots is back again. I love that uh, show. On, yeah, I did too. On Discovery <laughs> Season 2. Um, uh, so that. And then it's also going to be on the Science Channel, apparently, as well. So that good Ooh, for that. Um, and also, for those of you who love musical theater, every summer we get a little taste on television. It's the 73rd annual Tony Awards on CBS. CBS, damn it! Because uh, <laughs> you know I can throw away all those other award shows as long as I get the Tonys. Ah! I'm so sorry, Bloody Tony. hell. I'm Go so ahead. sorry. I'll tell you all about it. All right, I'll, you know I'll sing you the songs too. All right, so <laughs> Celebrity Family Feud comes to ABC uh, season five on June 9th. Um, the hundred thousand dollar pyramid uh, premieres on ABC as well for season four. Uh, to tell the truth on ABC uh, season five, I knew that I had no idea they did this many seasons of these retro game shows on ABC. We're in season four and season five of both of all, all those shows. I didn't know. It's crazy. Okay, one of my personal favorites, people. Big Little Lies on HBO is having a season two, and not only are they having a season two, but one. Meryl Streep is being added to the cast. It is going to be everything. We have Nicole Kidman and Reese Witherspoon and Meryl Streep. It, I can't not wait. And again, that starts on June 9th. Wow. Uh, Claws is coming back to TNT for a season three. It is, that show is wow i can't wait for that as well uh ripley's believe it or not is coming to the tra- uh the travel channel a yes. a, a new uh, a new series reboot so um that's gonna be interesting remember they always used to say believe it or, or not, not. <laughs> <laughs> i don't believe it uh let's see uh the great food truck race is coming Ooh. to food network season 10 
Um, let's see. Carnival Eats. Uh, I love Carnival Me Eats. Me too. Oh but my I'm God, surprised I love that this show. man is not sick with oh all my... the carnival stuff. Well, you know what? I, I would love to be uh, behind the scenes or a crew member of that because I know I bet he takes exactly one bite of, of that food on the show. But we see he goes, oh, my God, this is so good. And then you're like, cut, throw it in the trash. On to the next stall. He, he can't possibly eat all these these concoctions are so I saw like a, like deep fried nachos and just like how do you deep these concoctions are so crazy and so over the top deep fried butter and full of co- cholesterol and fat and just, salt and oh my there god there was just one one time I remember him eating something healthy and it was like something like um uh it was I want to say, oh, it was like roti. It was roti. So it was like, you know, um, Trinidadian food with, you know, the, some vegetables and stuff in it. Um, but for the most part, this man is not eating salad. So he must oh, be a not vegan at outside all. of it. But that, but that's absolutely, that is the fun of it. Cause you can, you can watch it guilt free. He's, he's taking in all the calories and all the cholesterol and all the sodium for you. And we get to, we get to eat vicariously through him and, uh, and pray that he has really good health insurance. Please, please, please. <laughs> Okay, Legends of the Deep uh, on uh, Science Channel is a new docu-series, Smothered. Have you seen the trailer or commercial for the show, I have seen the commercial for That is so disturbing. It's very disturbing. It's about mothers and daughters that have what some might say is too close a relationship. Yes, they're like best friends and beyond best friends. That's not cute. Okay, because okay, I have to say this, and we have to go into this just for a second. Yeah. But one of the th- one of the things it says in the commercial is this one mother and daughter are so close that they will share the same bath water. If the water hasn't gotten yes! too cold, then they'll use the same bath water. And my question How is, how about too dirty? Wh- damn it! But why? Well, why? It just is there a water shortage in your town? Why are you sharing bath water? No matter how close, I can't imagine. There's nobody I'm close enough to that I'm going to share bath water with. Nobody. Nobody. Ever. Not ever. Yeah, not ever. The fact. Mm-mm. Mother, father, nothing. It's no. just weird. Why? Uh, maybe. Just, I mean, I, when I, you're siblings, when you're little, you usually get a bath at the same time. So but that's that, but, one yeah, thing. If, if, but if but, one person's getting, if, if you're sharing a bath, if there's a bottle of champagne, you're sharing a bathtub, that's one thing. But not like your mom took a bath and, oh, this water's still warm. Yeah. In. No. No, a thousand times no. So that's going to make good TV, though, smothered on TLC. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I love how they refer to it as a docu-series. Like, it like, makes, it, makes it sound classy. Um, <laughs> ah, okay, let's see. Sugar and Toys is a new animated uh, late-night series. So it's it's animated, but it's for adults on on Fuse. So I'm not sure about that, but it's, it's got me curious. Sugar and Toys uh, on June 10th. American Ninja Warrior comes to NBC for a season eight. Love it. Uh, Dateline NBC is back for season 27. Can you believe it? It's been a long time. And then Kate plus date. Oh. That, they keep this. That go one will not away. go away. She, she needs to marry one of the Waynes brothers because together they will be <laughs> unstoppable. Unstoppable. Because she won't go away. The Waynes family won't go away. But together they would rule the world. I guess so. Uh, <laughs> Kate plus date is comes to TLC um, uh, as a new docuseries of same soup warmed over. Um, let's see. Are you smarter than a fifth grader uh, comes to Nickelodeon uh, and uh, it's a revival of the old uh, Fox show. If Jeff Fox 
Foxworthy still going to be the host? I do not know. My guess is he would not. Uh, he they couldn't pay him enough to be on Nickelodeon. Is my guess. I guess. Um. Okay. Let's see. Forty Four Cats is a new Nickelodeon uh, uh, animated series. Um. Let's see. Uh, best ever trivia show comes to the game show network i love trivia so i'm gonna have to check that out um uh snuff uh, i'm sorry nuff said uh fox uh fox nation a new talk show series um uh, let's see uh uh let's see get tammy bruce uh another fox nation i don't even know what fox nation fox is nation that? must be the, i'm looking now this must be a new network a spin, a, a a new... Spin, it must be a spinoff of uh, like the fox news channel where they're doing like fox like right. talk shows now or remember something. um fox and disney they've just you know merged so i out of this i think is coming a lot of new ventures so this is what this seems like to me yeah all right so let's move on to june 11th press okay. your luck so there, there's a new a classic game show that's being revived everything from the 80s and 70s is new again so press your luck comes to abc um as a revival um uh, and then one of our one of our early bad girls of summer finally a bad girl of summer that didn't get canceled pose yes fx love it. uh, uh fx's pose season two yes. uh uh moves uh 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 to on uh moves back on uh the air on june 9th could not be more excited about that super excited um ink master uh battle of the sexes comes to the paramount network for a season 12 and uh let's see um out daughtered on tlc I, again these shows on tlc i don't what is all out daughtered Damn, I, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Too many kid. Too many. <laughs> we're we're getting rid of one of them. Is it a competition? Which which daughter will we keep? Exactly. <laughs> or I have more daughters than you. Whatever. I have no idea what that's You've about. You've outdaughtered so. me. Um, yeah. So let's move on. So what's going on on June twelfth, Tachi? Press your luck on ABC. It's a new game show series revival. We've also got Card Sharks on ABC, a new another game series revival. Match Game on ABC is season four. First Responders Live on Fox, a new docu-series. Queen Sugar, one of my favorites on OWN, will come back for season four. Younger on TV Land for CB season six. Krypton, we know what that's about, on Sci-Fi for season two. Homestead Rescue, Discovery for season five. And Savage Builds ooh, on Discovery. It's a new docu-series, Discovery and Science Channel. And then Deal or No Deal on CNBC for Season 6. Moving on to June 13th, we've got Baskets on FX for Season 4. Siren on Freeform for Season 2B, this rubbish. Here we go. Here with the hell we go. Strange Angel on CBS All Access Season 2. Growing Up Hip Hop Atlanta for Season 3 Um, on... What channel is growing up hip hop Atlanta? They didn't say. It. I can't remember. Uh, I, I think it probably is going to be on VH1 because every I other ratchet show like that is probably going to be on VH1. Yeah, pretty ratchet. So it's VH1, I think. And then MTV's The Real World is going to be on Facebook Watch. This is a series revival, and Facebook Watch has picked it up. Wow, because you know what? The only thing I've ever watched on Facebook Watch has been um, a Red Table Talk. So I'm curious. To, I, I have to look up and see what, what city they're uh, having them move to in the revival. If it's a new place, I actually would be curious enough to see what the house looks like or something. So we've got like a lot, Kevin, here. Okay, we can't of, go. We, we can't, can't let's, do let's all go of through. Them. Let's do the 14th and 15th, and we'll, 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 that's enough for now. You'll, we'll, we pretty much filled up your your whole uh, TV schedule for the for all of the summer, pretty much. All right, so I'll do the 
14th, you do the 15th? Yes. All right. So Marvel's Jessica Jones is coming back for its third and final season on Netflix. Trinket on Netflix is a new drama series, and you'll be hearing about that from us soon. Absentia on Amazon Prime, season two. Too Old to Die Young, Amazon Prime, it's a new drama series. Layla on Netflix, it's a new Indian drama series, which is very cool. Los Espookies is an, oh gosh. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of Spanglish is this? Lord, don't have uh, La Raza come after me now. Los Espookies is coming on HBO. It's a new comedy series. I sincerely hope that there's some Spanish people behind that. Jet on Cinemax is a new drama series. Kevin Hart presents Heart of the City on Comedy Central Season 3. Bridezilla is on WeTV for Season 2. Love After Lockup. Life After Lockup on WeTVs. It's a new docuseries premiere. Just roll with it on the Disney Channel. It's a new comedy series sneak preview. And it's going to move to its regular slot on June 19th and now Kevin is going to actually tell you probably the fi- you're the 15th yeah I'm going to do the 15th and, and some of the things from the, the 16th, 16th. Well. right alright so let's see all that revival on Nickelodeon. does everybody remember the, all that from the night I uh, watch uh, oh, this, this is, is all that. that this, this is, is all that, that. Oh my god, I love that show. Love all that. We were like so seriously grown though when that came on, but <laughs> I still <laughs> loved it. Yeah, I should, legally we should not have been watching it, but I could not help my. It was basically for those of you who don't know what all that was. It basically was a kids version of SNL, and actually it was the place that uh, that where we got uh, Keenan Thompson was actually first seen, and that show was hysterical. It was really fun, so I'm I'm really curious to see what they uh, how they reimagine it uh, for the was no longer the double O's for the teens I guess we're living in right now um okay a personal favorite of mine uh on June 16th the good fight comes back t- uh uh to uh CBS not CBS all access this is a breaking news the show that's actually on CBS all access will be coming to plain old regular free it's CBS damn well better now I've got to try and find a way to watch it so. but just season one just season one to try yeah, and tempt that's people true into going over to CBS All Access. But we're not we won't fall for it, but I suggest while you can, it is a great show. Check it out on CBS starting on uh, on the 16th. There's a new show coming to sh- uh, to Showtime called City Hall. It's a drama series on City Showtime. on a Hill. I'm sorry, <laughs> City Hall. <laughs> the City the on show a Hill. he's talking about premieres next year. Go ahead. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Um um uh, <laughs> All right. What else? What else? What else? What else? Um, oh, uh, Jada in Italy comes to the Food Network for a season three. I'm a fan of that. And on uh, June 17th, uh, Grand Hotel, a new drama series, comes to ABC. Whose Line Is In Anyway, another uh, revival, comes to uh, the CW for season seven. Penn and Teller, Fool Us, uh, comes to CW, the CW for season six. And POV comes to Love PBS POV. for season 30. Uh, yeah, POV comes to PBS for season 30. Too. So I think. Oh, oh! One last thing we need to mention. Very last thing on OWN Network on June eighteenth. Uh, ambitions. Mm, that's gonna comes. be a good one. That's gonna be a good show. It's, it's starring Robin Givens. It's gonna be soapy fun. So lots of incredibly beautiful women slapping each other in evening gowns. So something to look forward to. Forget you, Alexis. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
So you can actually, there are a lot more stories that, or sorry, no, a lot more shows that we did not review because we'd be going through the whole summer and basically every day of the summer, something new was debuting. So basically we, your DVR is going to be filled up from just what we told you so far. So we just want, we wanted to give you a little taste of what to look forward to uh, this summer to keep you busy. And actually, if you're interested, you can go to Deadline Hollywood and take a look at the full list of everything that is coming up. All right, Tachi. I can't believe we've come to an, the end of another show in our uh, Bad Girls and Boys of Summer 2019 series. A- absolutely, and not on time, but we came to the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't be us if we were on time. We'd be different people altogether. Oh, boy, boy, boy. But this was a lot of fun. I'm so happy that we got to, another chance to talk again, as we do every week. I am, too. I am too. So, Tachi, where can people listen to classic episodes of TV channeling and some of Bad Girls of Summer's past? If you're not listening to us, you should be. Let me tell you how you can. We are on Stitcher, SoundCloud, slash Apple Podcasts, iTunes, sorry, iTunes slash Apple Podcasts, <laughs> Google Play. We're also on Spotify. We are on TuneIn Radio. You can also go to tvchanneling.com and listening listen to us that way which is the easiest way but the coolest way is to go to wjmsradio.com and listen to us live we are live every tuesday and friday at 5 p.m eastern 2 p.m pacific wjmsradio.com so you have a myriad of ways you can listen to old episodes on the podcasting apps and listen to the fresh episodes on the podcasting app as well as live so Maybe you hear something and you want to make a suggestion that you and you have a question or, you know, just something you want us to review. How can they reach us on social? Kevin. Okay, we are everywhere on social. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on Snapchat, and we're on my personal favorite of uh, Twitter. So let us know, like Tachi said, if there's a show you want us to review, if there's something going on in pop culture that you want to hear our take on, let us know. Uh, and please follow us on social. We'd love to have you uh, follow us. And we would love it if you would give us a review on any of the podcasting apps. We would love uh, for you to let people know how you feel about our show. Review uh, obviously, if you're, saying something, if you're saying something good, if you're liking and subscribing us, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you have something bad to say about the show, then you know life is short. Uh, go hug your, go it. hug your, hug your dog or hug your kids or something like that. You don't have time to be writing a bad review. Exactly. Have a Snickers. But if you want to write a good review, you know what? Your kids will be hugged. You can hug them later. Exactly. Write that and review and write it now. Wait. Food can wait. Exactly. So, so as usual, we have had a blast, and we do this all for you guys. It's because of you that we come back each and every week, basically to have a good time with you. So with that, we're going to say thank you once again and sign off the way we always do. Bye from Tachi. And goodbye from Kevin. And remember, if you're talking about it, we're what? Wait. Let <laughs> <laughs> me try it again. <laughs> and remember, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Nor do I. That's why I'm quiet. I'm just sitting here quietly. What is it? If 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 you're watching it, we're talking about yes. it all summer long. Yes, <laughs> with the bad girls and boys of summer. Yeah, the heat's gotten to me, Tachi. The heat's gotten to me. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> well, maybe you can, um, you know, take a dip in the pool with one of those people from the canceled shows because they don't have a job anymore. <laughs> they have plenty of free time. Alicia Silver's Alicia Silverstone, give me a call. We can hang out. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Cheers. Bye.